Reports from Carlow County Council by Suzanne Pender. Sports funding welcomed. Funding of €300,000 will turn a dream into a reality for Carlow Hockey Club and St Leo's College, while an impressive €2 million in funding has been warmly welcomed by sporting organisations all over the county. At last week's meeting of Carlow County Council, members welcomed the allocation of almost €2 million to County Carlow Clubs through the Sports Grants Allocation. Councillor John Casson paid tribute and congratulated the clubs for the huge amount of work that goes on behind the scenes, a point echoed by Councillor Fergal Brown, who described the funding as the best value for money with really positive knock-on effects for communities. Councillor Andrea Dalton congratulated all the people who work in clubs in a voluntary capacity and she particularly welcomed the additional allocation of €300,000 funding to Carlow Hockey Club in conjunction with St Leo's College for the development of a hockey pitch at the school. Councillor Arthur MacDonald paid tribute to Minister for Sport Jack Chambers who was recently brought to Carlow by Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor and was very sympathetic to all the clubs in Carlow. Councillor MacDonald remarked that for the three clubs who made applications but were unsuccessful there is an appeals process in place and with a small bit of paperwork he expected their requests would be successful. Councillor John Pender agreed adding that Deputy Murnane O'Connor had left no stone unturned and had delivered the goods for County Carlow. Councillor Finton Phelan paid tribute to the local sports partnerships, Minister Jack Chambers, Deputy Murnane O'Connor and the clubs and sporting bodies who got this over the line. Tributes paid to community campaigner Mick Dooley a relentless campaigner who fought tirelessly for increased access to life-saving defibrillators for the County Carlow public, was remembered at last week's County Council meeting. Tributes were paid at last Monday's meeting of Carlow County Council to Mick Dooley, Greg Cullen, a member of County Carlow Community First Responders, who died on Friday the 12th of February. Councillor William Patton paid tribute to Mick's work in the formation of County Carlow Community First Responders in October 2015, particularly as Mick was a cardiac arrest survivor himself. Councillor Patton also complimented Mick's tremendous help in setting up the various groups all over the county. I promise you, Mick, we will finish the work you started, said Councillor Patton. Cahirlock of Carlow County Council, Councillor Finton Phelan, described Mick as a tireless worker and campaigner for defibrillators, while Councillor Adrienne Wallace remarked that Mick was often first to raise an issue, then wouldn't stop until it was sorted. His legacy will continue to save a lot of lives, said Councillor Wallace. Councillor Andrea Dalton also called for a vote of sympathy for the extended family and friends of the late Patrick Paddy O'Neill Quinna, who died recently. Councillor Dalton said that Paddy was a man of simple means and was held in high regard by everyone in Quinna and the Black Bog Road since he first came to live in the area at the side of the road in 1976. People got on well with him and loved to chat to him. His death has left a hole in the community of Quinna, she said. Votes of sympathy were also passed for Paddy Farrell, Lachlan Bridge, Hannah Marie Snoddy of Nurney, Tommy Flynn and Liam Whelan, Carlow Town, Sally Kelly, Drumfay, and Ger Summers, Gores Bridge. Congratulations for top sprinter Molly. 
the fastest Irish woman ever indoors, received well-earned congratulations at last week's meeting of Carlow County Council. Cahirloch Councillor Fintan Phelan offered his congratulations to Molly Scott, who recently set a new national 60 metres record with a blistering 7.23 seconds. Councillor Phelan also congratulated Irish Winter Olympics athlete Tess Arbez, the sixth woman to compete for Ireland in the Winter Olympics, who recorded a top 50 finish in the giant slalom. Councillor Phelan stated that Tess's grandfather, August Neerman, was part of the Belgian company Lippens, who in 1926 chose Carlow as the site for Ireland's first sugar factory and brought over master craftsmen to develop it and train local workers. August was a factory manager and lived in Carlow, while Tess's father Francis was born in Carlow in 1944. Councillor Michael Dorn offered his congratulations to Bart Gilmartin from Old Lachlan, who was recently honoured with a National GAA Award for his involvement in ladies' football. Skateboard Park Lights Up Things are looking a whole lot brighter at Carlow's popular skateboard park. New lighting has been installed at the skateboard park on Burren Road, Carlow, which has increased safety while also allowing enthusiasts to maximise their time at the facility. Councillor Fergal Brown praised Carlow County Council for ensuring that lighting had recently been installed at the skateboard park following continuous representations made by him. He also thanked the users of the park who contacted him expressing a need for lighting and said he hoped that it would ensure they could skateboard safely, especially during the dark winter months. Carloman designs five-storey tower of glass cubes in Taiwan. Article by Sarah Slater. A Carloman has designed a five-storey high tower of 3,636 glass cubes, which form a lighting spectacular created to celebrate the Chinese New Year in Taiwan. Titled Cloud Nine, the five-minute-long lighting showcase, which occurs every 30 minutes, adorns Taiwan City in Taiwan as part of the Lantern Festival or Shangri-La of Light. Billy Canning from Burris County Carlow is a renowned international chandelier designer who worked on the Waterford Crystal New Year's Eve countdown ball in New York's Times Square, which was installed for the millennium. Mr Canning has also designed chandeliers for buildings such as Dublin Castle, Farmley House, Croke Park, the Gaiety Theatre, Windsor Castle in the UK, the Kennedy Centre in the USA, Asia and numerous places in the Middle East. Mr Canning collaborated with the award-winning Taiwan lighting artist Sammy Liu to design this art piece which is 32 by 12 by 11.5 metres in dimension which is similar in size to that of a five-storey building. 50-centimetre white cubes frame the layout of the city skyline with a giant peacock hanging in the middle. The peacock was constructed by titanium optical glasses and by different lighting artistry, which gives the effects of flying and dancing peacocks and doves. The lighting of the showpiece is controlled by two supercomputers which have a series of five different programs. Billy, a father of three, said the project took a year to design with the unveiling delayed by two years due to the pandemic. Normally I would have travelled out to Taiwan to oversee a project of this scale but due to the pandemic that was not possible so there were numerous Zoom meetings and telephone calls instead. 
To be able to pull off a showstopper of this size was just amazing and a credit to all involved. We wanted to have a theme of flight, as Taiyuan is a city of aviation. We also wanted to reflect symbols of Chinese and Western culture, where the objects have a universal good meaning, such as the peacock and the dove. Mr Canning was the chief lighting designer for Waterford Crystal for several years before the original company was wound down in 2009. Union of Parishes presented with Eco Award Article by Elizabeth Lee Carlo Union of Parishes was presented with a gold award by Eco Congregation Ireland, the ECI, for environmental work around their three churches of St Mary's Carlo, Staplestown and Urglan. Canon Andrew Orr is chairman of the ECI and he visited St Mary's Church in Carlow Town on Sunday the 6th of February to make the presentation. The children of the parish started the campaign back in 2017 so it was fitting that they accepted the award on behalf of the parish. We had a lovely morning. Our next stage, because we have a gold award, is to mentor other parishes so we're going to work with the Enniscorthy Union, said Reverend David White. The environmental organisation encourages churches of all denominations to take an eco-approach to worship, lifestyle, property and finance management, community outreach and contact with the developing world. Its vision is to see churches of all denominations throughout Ireland celebrate the gift of God's creation, recognise the interdependence of all creation and care for it in their life and mission and through members' personal lifestyles. Function Calls for the Provision of Refuges Article by Michael Tracy We must do better. Those were the words of Sinn Féin TD Kathleen Function, who has called for an urgent response following the RTE Investigates programme Domestic Violence a Year in Crisis. Her party's spokesperson on children, disability, equality, integration and youth Deputy Function said the programme highlights significant issues in the availability and supply of domestic violence refuge spaces in this state. She added, It follows the tragic murder of Ashling Murphy and the irrefutable tsunami of domestic violence reports during the pandemic. The Carlo Kilkenny TD said the programme showed the vital role played by refuges in protecting women and their children providing them with the tools to get out of violent homes and rebuild their lives. What is most distressing, however, is the shocking lack of refuge spaces and supports provided to victims, as highlighted by the programme. Just last week, Minister O'Gorman confirmed to me in Minister's Questions that he is due to publish Thusla's Domestic Violence Spaces Review. This needs to be published immediately, along with the Minister's plan to increase refuge spaces and provide every county with a domestic violence refuge. Women and children fleeing domestic violence deserve the highest level of care and support possible. We are failing them. Carlo Refuge, One Step Closer, article by Suzanne Pender. Justice Minister Helen McEntee has made a commitment for provision of a refuge in County Carlow, which is currently one of nine counties in the country without one. The Minister confirmed recently that engagement will begin with Carlow County Council, government departments and state agencies to source refuge provision in the county. The news comes following the publication of the Tusla Review of Accommodation Services for Victims of Domestic, Sexual and Gender-Based Violence. 
Welcoming the development, Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor said, This is a vitally important matter that I have been working to progress for some time now, and I welcome the update that there will now be engagement to source a refuge for Carlo. The establishment of a Carlo Women's Refuge is something I have spoken to the Minister for Justice about on several occasions already. I have also engaged with the Taoiseach on the matter. It is understood that the timelines for delivery, as well as further targets for nationwide delivery of refuge accommodation, will be outlined by Minister McEntee as part of the third national strategy on domestic sexual and gender-based violence and accompanying action plans, which will be published in April. New DFib in Bagnallstown. Article by Suzanne Pender. A vital piece of life-saving equipment has been installed in Bagnallstown for use by all in the local community. A public access defibrillator was recently installed outside Bagnallstown swimming pool. The AED, Automated External Defibrillator, is also registered with the National Ambulance Service, so in the event of a person going into cardiac arrest, the public can ring 999, then the call taker can tell you exactly where the nearest defibrillator is located. The AED is in the care of Bagnallstown first responders who do an incredible job in local community and are delighted to increase the number of accessible AEDs in their area. The committee decided to place the AED outside the front door of the pool for anyone to use, while it's accessible 24 hours a day and CCTV monitored. A big thanks also to the Swimming Pool Committee for having this vital piece of life-saving equipment installed outside their premises. Bagnallstown Swimming Club Committee would like to thank Carlo Water Safety for donating an AED to the pool and Andrew Dermody who installed it. A sensor light has also been installed outside the pool's main entrance to brighten up the area. The committee would like to remind all that the defibrillator is a valuable piece of life-saving equipment and heavy penalties will be imposed if it is vandalised.